0: Hey there, welcome to Minnesota Monday. Christy from Rub the Wrong Way here. Uh, Today we're talking with Sean Brewster and we're touching on purposeful practice and looking intrinsically at how you're driven to maintain your business. Um, So this is one of those things that as someone who's been in the industry for a fair amount of time, I'm not telling you how long. um, Shut up, it's been a while, okay? Uh, I have had those times when you just kind of feel like you're on the hamster wheel get on run the treadmill get off and sometimes you need to stop reflect and find a bit of purposeful practice so tune in to this episode today with sean brewster and get some of your mojo back thanks guys
1: Hey guys, Sean Brewster here from Continuing Education Australia. Very excited to be t- speaking to Christy on the Rub the Wrong Way podcast. Thanks for having me, Christy.
0: Hey, Sean. It's great to have you on for this Minnesota Monday. Uh, today we're going to be talking about passionate persistent practice.
1: Mm, Sounds it's a great topic. Like,
0: it's a lot of Ps.
1: It is a lot of Ps. <laughs> <laughs> it's three Ps.
0: It's three Ps. So as a massage therapist, I mean, I've been in the industry for a fair amount of time now. Let's not talk about it but I've been doing it for a while and maintaining that passion in your business and passion in your work can be, you know, can be really draining sometimes. So let's talk about some tips that you might have to remaining passionate in your business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've seen people come and go and waver in their work over the years. I've been teaching training therapists for about a decade and a half and been in practice myself for a bit longer than that. So You see kind of everything in that time and what I have seen for sure is people come in at the start, you know, full of beans, full of passion, ready to go. They want to make a make their mark on the world and they they may do that for a while, but then something happens. And typically that's something that happens is their their reasons for doing their work changes. Or the reasons change or they actually lose sight of the reasons. And I think one of the, the biggest things that we kind of get caught up in is looking for I guess what I call extrinsic motivation. So extrinsic motivation are things from the outside that motivate us to to do the things that we want to do, um, to achieve the things we want to achieve. So an extrinsic motivator might be something like uh, I want to earn more money, or I want to achieve a certain status, or I want to buy another house, or you know whatever it might be. So these extrinsic things that you're constantly using to kind of motivate you and push you forward, and that is is self-limiting if we kind of focus on that. If we just focus on the things that once we achieve them, then what else is left? There's this kind of this void. The uh, the other way to do the other way to look at that would be to use your intrinsic motivators. Intrinsic motivators are the things that basically got you into this industry in the first place. I think I don't know about yourself, but I got in because I had a real passion and interest for the human body and f- finding out how it worked and helping people get more out of their bodies, uh, have a better quality of life, and so on. And so when we focus back into those intrinsic motivators, the things that kind of come from the inside out, I find most people are able to sustain that passion a lot longer. So, yeah, that's, um, that's a big thing to start with, I think.
0: So, that's really looking at, uh, I think, a lot of times people say, like, focus on your goals and, like, all of these kinds of things. And we can sort of go, okay, well, they're, you know, like you said, I want to make more money. I want to have this certain status in my, you know, in my industry. Um, you know, I have all of these things. And how does one cultivate... Less of the extrinsic and more of the intrinsic, because I think that's a—it's a bit more of a um, a foreign kind of concept to some people because they—they're not internally as internally motivated as others. So
1: absolutely, yeah.
0: So how do you how do you cultivate a good balance between you know I mean making more money is great. I'd like to make more money. Yay! Um, Absolutely. But I'm also wanting to stay passionate about what I do because if I'm, if I'm making more money and it sucks, mm. I'm not going to be pumped on life. So how do I get that internal motivate internal motivation and how does that translate into the external motivation?
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think that it comes down to uh, the way that you approach that goal. Now, you can look at a goal and say, okay, I, I want to achieve X, Y, Z. But really, it's not about the what, it's about the why. So when I coach people, whether it be uh, therapists or athletes or any kind of coaching that I do, I spend a lot of time with people trying to really dig deep into their why. So if you say, okay, what what is it that you want to achieve? And the person says, okay, I want to be earning $80,000 a year. I want to have paid off my house in 10 years' time and I want to be, you know, whatever it is. That's the what. Okay, you can do that. And there's a lot of ways to get there. And the problem is if your way to get there today is build build a practice and have you know, 40 clients a week and be, and be, you know, smashing it. Well, then what if that works for a while and then it, suddenly it doesn't and then something else shiny comes along and you go, oh, look, there's another thing that could get me to that same what. And then the what becomes the goal and the way to get there becomes less of, a, less of a focus. But if you're really intrinsically motivated to do the work that you want to do and your why is the driving factor rather than the what, you'll stick to the thing. So I guess really digging deep in finding out what the why is. What is your why? Okay, you want to buy a house, you want to earn a certain amount of money. Why? What does that get for you? Or maybe it's a certain level of um, relaxation. Maybe you can kind of relax in your life and not have to chase the money. Maybe it's, uh, you want to be able to live in a certain area because it's close to your family. That's different than buying a house. Okay? If you want to be close to your family, you're intrinsically motivated by being in proximity with the people you love. And that's, that's an internal driving factor. So looking at the why more so than the what I think is really important.
0: And I think that from the why you can start to move outward to the what.
1: Exactly, yeah. And people get caught up in how do I do it.
0: Mm.
1: Like how how you do it is not really important. It's just, you know, why you're doing it is the the important thing. You can reverse engineer the how. It's the why that's important.
0: So how do you maintain so much? Like you're a pretty motivated guy. How do you maintain your why?
1: Okay, so it sounds like I got this down, but I still struggle with, uh, with the why sometimes and the intrinsic motivation. But I'm pretty good now at checking myself. And you know, I know that I'm, I've am i had a tendency in the past to jump from one thing to another because I, you know, a lot of things interest me. And now I've, I've managed to learn how to say no to things because I know that if I say yes to it now, how long is that going to last? Where is it going to get me? And in, in five weeks' time, six weeks' time, am I still going to want to do that? So if I just keep asking myself, you know, why am I interested in this right now? What is it about it that is driving me? You know, I have a friend who will come along and say, I've got this great business idea. Let's partner on this. You've got this skill. I've got that skill. Let's do it. You know, 10 years ago, I would have said yes to all of those things. And I did. And I've had a stack of different businesses. Some of them worked, some of them didn't. But now I ask myself, okay, is this opportunity matching in with my why? Does it, does it you know, sit up flush, or does it, does it work? Uh, if it doesn't, then, okay, I can let that go because something else will come along that probably will. Uh, and plus, I've always got my, my core value at the core of it anyway. So, I can just keep um, bringing myself back to that. I think the, the biggest thing is just to keep asking yourself, what's my why? And does this thing match with my why? As opposed to the what? The what doesn't matter so much.
0: And I think that that's a skill as massage therapists that we need to really sharpen, is that saying no. Mm. And uh, like, it you see it all the time with new therapists. They're like, I'll take anyone with a pulse. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and worse than that, you'll go, okay, I, I wanted to get into massage because I wanted that flexibility in my lifestyle. I want to work when I want to work and be able to set my own hours. But how many people are working you know, before hours, after hours, all weekend, crazy times of the day because they're desperate to get the patients so that they can, you know, pay the bills. Well, that's, you know, you might have to do that kind of thing for a little bit, but if you're still doing it five, ten years into your, into your career, then you've lost track of the why and you've got to re refigure things, yeah.
0: And I think, like, I know my, like, part of my core values, um, I'm really deeply rooted in communication, which is why I do podcasts and all these kinds of things because I love communicating with people. And so when I sort of started to lose sight of my why a few years ago in my business, I stopped and and you think, you go, okay, I really like this because I want to communicate. I don't want to just have to to be in clinic all the time, you know, churning the bodies out. And and so you sort of when you're stepping back from it and you're able to really identify that why, you can so much more succinctly find the projects that you do want to work on so is there a way that you um, identify your why like have you have you do you have a, like a little process or something practical that people could use or someone who you might uh, refer to to help you find your why
1: um, I've I've read pretty widely I'll listen to a lot of podcasts i watch a lot of videos on YouTube there's a, a whole bunch of people that I kind of keep coming back to that their core values, their core ideas seem to make a lot of sense to me. So when I get a little bit lost, I'll go back and watch a video or an interview or a speech that somebody's given somewhere and from one of those sort of half dozen or so people that I really kind of admire. Um, that always helps. But I think the first thing is if you're about to start something new, go into a new venture and something that's kind of brand new in your life, you know, yeah, you get excited about it, which is great. But then just sit with it for a little while. Spend some time thinking about, you know, projecting forward into the future. How will it feel if, you, if that's what you're spending your day is doing you know, what would that look like for you does it feel good does it does it match in with the other things in your life is there some congruence um, because we can kind of get you know really caught up in, in an idea that feels really good at the time and then we forget to project forward and then when you actually get into the future it doesn't necessarily match in or it doesn't feel the way you thought it would so not rushing is a good is a good way to start spending some time um, experimenting you know like some people go All right, I want to change careers I want to get into marketing I want to get into um You know, change from massage, I want to be an osteopath, you know, whatever it might be. Or go and spend time with an osteopath. Do do some work in an osteopathic clinic, go and get some treatments. Does that look like you? Does that feel like you in the future? Is that the sort of thing that you want to do? So tinker with it, you know, dabble in it a little bit. And and if it feels right, then you let that sink in and then project forward and see how how it works from there.
0: I always had this, um, I had a mentor who told me once that you just had to find the right flavor of shit sandwich that you were happy to eat every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not very, not very motivating, that one.
0: <laughs> but he was like, you know, some days it's going to be a hard slog. And, oh, absolutely. And it's going to yeah, yeah. be a bit of a shit sandwich. And if you can eat it when it's a shit sandwich and when it's made from solid gold, then he's like, You'll, you will do really well. Yes. So, in recap, we want to find our why. We want to become intrinsically motivated to remain passionate in our practice. You feel yes. that's the that's the key. And yep. when we encounter a new project or we encounter a new um, a new shiny squirrel that we want to kind of chase, that we should stop, sit with the idea for a, for a small or sort of a bit of time, meditate on it a little bit. And not rush into anything and be comfortable with experimenting. That's, yeah.
1: That's, yeah, that's that's essentially it. And I would say one other thing to add to that would be when you're doing the work that you're passionate about, when you're doing the work that you love, stay mindful in that practice. So stay present in the fact that this is what you're here to do. This is what your 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 goal is, and your mission is. And you'll have days when uh, the work doesn't feel like the work that you want it to do, when it'll feel like, I'm in a factory, I'm I'm just following, you know, procedures, this is the same thing I did yesterday and the day before and the day before, if you start to do that, you've lost the creativity in what you're doing, you've lost that kind of spark, so just bring it back and go, okay, that person I just treated, yeah, it wasn't as as much fun and as exciting as maybe the the, three months ago when I saw them the last time, so what did I do differently, did I actually spend as much time digging into their problem and thinking about how I can make a difference, could I have spoken to them rather than treated them today, could I have you maybe coach them a little bit around their, their pain or their problem and give them some advice that no one else has given them before. And the, reward, the rewards from that kind of work are you know massive when you come away and you go, I had an impact there. I made a difference for that person. I think that's just the, the mindful approach that you're using that makes a difference.
0: Fantastic. Sean Brewster, where can everyone connect with you? Where can we, uh, Where can we find you?
1: Uh, okay, so Continuing Education Australia's is um, one of my main business focuses at the moment, which is a continuing education course for health practitioners, courses for health practitioners. And we also have a, a blog for this kind of advice that comes out every week so you can subscribe to our email list and get this kind of stuff in your inbox pretty much every week. Um, so ceaustralia.com is the website.
0: Fantastic. Sean Brewster, thank you so much. Thanks, Christy. Thanks so much for tuning in to this Minnesota Monday with Sean Brewster. Hope you guys really enjoyed it um now if you guys have been a fan of the show for a while what we'd really love is if you could take the time if you're on an iphone or if you're listening via your ipad to rate and review us on itunes Uh, a rate and review really helps us uh, get up in the rankings so more people can hear from the podcast so if you're getting some value out of it um and you'd like to give us a rating and review that would be fantastic one star great five stars even better um, but a big shout out, I'd also like to just have a big shout out to everyone who's been listening over the last couple of weeks. So shout out to everyone in Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney, Dublin, Adelaide, Rattelaide, Atlanta, Ashburn, Minto, Plymouth, Sheffield, Canberra, North Vancouver, Reggie, Birmingham, Lexington, Bluffton, London, uh, mo newborough new key fantastic thank you so much for you guys listening all over the world um i'm super excited to have you all on the show if you do have the time to rate and review um just click on your podcast player just click on the um the artwork that you see there and go to rate and review via the itunes app that would be really really helpful you can also find us on the facebooks at rubbed the wrong way uh go over there to the Facebook, click like. And if you want to message me, you can message me via our Facebook page. It'll be awesome. Or if you find me on Twitter, you can tweet me at rubbedwrong. That would also be awesome. And if you are a traditionalist, we would love to see you over on the website at rubbedtherightway.com. Awesome, guys. Have a fantastic Monday.